Zootopia Plus, Xander's new um, porn site. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I wish that was a lie. I wish that was a lie. <laughs> Zoo Hub. <laughs> <laughs> Red <laughs> Redtopia. Oh no! Oh god! David, I'm I'm about to. Before we start, I've got three truffles in front of me. Go on. Um, I've got a Terry's chocolate orange truffle, a lint white Lindor, Ooh. and a orange galaxy truffle. Um, which do I eat first? White Lindor. First? Yes. Why? Because it's the best. So surely I should say that's the last. No, you should eat it first because it's the best, so that way, no matter what... Okay, what what order would you eat these in? What order would you eat these in? I'd eat it, so uh, Lindor, Galaxy, then whatever the first one was. Terry's Chocolate Orange? Yeah. I'm going to have the Terry's Chocolate Orange one now. And then you're going to have the fucking... Thingy one, I'm guessing. The Galaxy Truffle. The Galaxy Truffle's peng as well, bro. It's like... I haven't it, actually had that yet. It's super... Like, it tastes proper cocoa-y. Ooh. Let's try mm. it. Anyway, let's record this fucking thing. Um, Xander from the future. Make sure to cut all this out. <laughs> you recorded this? I started recording. I started making banter. <laughs> I did the whole chocolate bit. That was gonna stay in. I fucking <laughs> can't, can it? Do you want to do the? Do you want to redo the chocolate? I don't bit? want to redo the chocolate bit. No, because I've already had the galaxy, the, the, the chocolate orange one, and I've unwrapped the other two, and they're sat there looking it. at me, and the the Lindor looks a bit like a nipple. Zander, it does look like a bit. Like Listen, a I'm gonna take a picture of this right now and send it to you it because the, like, this fucker I, looks like a nipple. This is the most nipply looking fucker I've ever seen in my life. Can we please, this photo of the of the nipply looking fucker can that just be the poster for this week? Um. <laughs> Listen, it's like... Th Can this, we somehow include it as an Easter egg? This in some way. This, it looks... It genuinely looks like it's fucking cold outside. Um, Baby, it's cold outside. Have you sent it? Uh, on WhatsApp, yeah. Yes, you have. Indeed. Indubitably. Indubitably. Homina, 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 homina. It actually does look like a tit. It looks like a big boob. It looks squishy. Yo, this uh, this lint make make me act unwise. It it is my squishy, and I should call it squishy. And it will be mine. <laughs> oh yes, it will be mine. Hi everyone, welcome to the Filming in Podcast, where this week we're talking about tits. Yeah, and Paul Rudd. So yeah, tits. Ah, yeah, got him. Got him. That man has some sexy tits. I would squeeze his tits. <laughs> yeah, you tell me you wouldn't. You know what? I'm keeping this all. I'm your host, Sandra Langwiston. And um, <laughs> the host of whatever the fuck this is this week. And with me, as always, is our, our wonderful co host, is Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? <laughs> I'm so good. You have to say that every single week. These cold opens just get colder and colder to the point where it's not even a podcast anymore. It's yeah. just our generic conversation. It's just our general conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, I'm. I'm on. I'm on a tightrope, David. Uh, I'm, I'm on. The, I'm at the end of my tether today. But you know what? We move. Um, 
Um, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty good, to be completely fair, mate. That's really good. I'm really glad for you. I'm really happy that you're okay. Yeah, I'm... I'm... I wouldn't say okay is the word, <laughs> but, you know, when is okay the word? Let, let's face it. Um, I, you know what? That's a, that's a really philosophical question. Let's answer that instead of talking about this movie. Um, what is okay? What is okay? <laughs> you know what is okay? Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's what we're talking about today. What? Uh, but before that, we have some news, don't we, David? Indeed we do. Save indeed. the big one to the end. Thank you. Yeah, well, um... Just like sex. hey oh, Just joking, um, David doesn't have sex. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that was so unnecessary. Yeah, I was a bit... Yeah, up, Jesus. <laughs> like, Christ. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> and um, go, cut. <laughs> so, Starting um, now. <laughs> we got, um... So we had Disney Plus Day. We had it prior to the previous release of um, the episode, but either it wasn't happening at that point or we i don't think we did news last week did we we didn't do news last week no we had the mix of two i think it's a mix of we didn't do news last week all recommendations and also it didn't happen yet yeah we, no it we, it did happen but we had the movie melting pot guys over wait actually no no it didn't happen it didn't happen yet no. it didn't happen you're right we recorded it early fucking idiot yeah, because anyway. I was editing it and I stopped editing to watch it and then was really disappointed. I was like, I could have just edited this and looked at Twitter afterwards for all the logos. Yeah, you very much could have. But let's... Um, Starting let's, let's a, now. Let's do a roundup. <laughs> um, I'm reading up a roundup from a roundup. Website. Woody's roundup. Tune. Um, so Disney announced quite a lot of stuff. Not many trailers. Um, yeah, it's getting a reimagining of the um, hit film family comedy from 2003. Please don't read all of these out in excruciating detail. I'm going to now just because you said not to. No, nah, please, because um, I want to go bed. I want to go bed at some point, bro. It's Enchanted, um, the sequel to the hit film Enchanted. Yeah, it's coming out in fall 2022. Right, David Wimpy Kid is getting an animated series starting December 3rd. This it's year. a movie, isn't it? I thought it was a movie animated it's animated adventure i think it's probably a movie then it's, uh, it's a movie because they've adventure. also announced they're making a sequel yeah so um speaking of roderick rules is also coming to disney plus in 2022 david do you want to know something go on i'm about to chomp into this galaxy tru truffle oh do it oh asmr galaxy truffle I don't think it hurt. I, I was hoping for more of a crunch. <laughs> oh, God. That was such a disgusting way to talk. <laughs> it like you were about to throw up. It sounded like it was in your mouth at the time. It was in my mouth. It still is. Throw up was in your mouth. Oh, no. Um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers um, is going to be a new movie streaming on Disney Plus in 2022. The Beatles Get Back got a clip, and it's going to start streaming on Disney Plus on November 25th. That I'm semi-excited about, because it's Peter Jackson's restoring old footage, and he did yeah. it once for a um, for a load of old war footage, and it looks yeah. incredible. So I'm actually hyped for this. It's going to be really interesting. It's a free part, um, free night event, according to Disney Plus. They, they really like to oversell this shit, don't they? They do. Um, better Nate than Never. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's coming to Disney Plus in spring 2022. Hocus Pocus 2, um, officially announced to be in production currently and is coming out in fall 2022 next year, and I'm very excited about that. 
Of course you are. It, it, the Hocus Pocus is great, man. And the next, uh, like, Disney animated classic live-action shit film is Pinocchio. Fault yeah, it's got Tom Hanks in it. Yeah, it's going to be shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, the, the rule of thumb is... The rule of thumb is, if it's going to Disney+, Plus, it's probably shit. If it's an original movie going to Disney+, Plus, it's probably going to be shit. Except for Hocus Pocus sometimes good nice. might be good, sometimes might be shit. Yeah. Um, this one I'm weirdly excited about. Um, the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, an all-new movie premiering next year in January. St- got Simon Pegg back as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm fucking, I love Buck Wild. Bro, the mouse, got, the, mouse, the mouse got that Simon Pegg money. Yeah, I'm actually excited for that. It, it looks fun. Um, Sneakerella, I guess it's um, oh, gender flipped Cinderella. No, it, it's Sick. not. It's not gender flipped. It's just Cinderella, but the the girl finds sneakers instead of like diamond slippers. Ah. I almost said ruby slippers, but that's a. Uh... I'm melting. I'll get you, my pretty. Hey, you little dog. <laughs> that was annoyingly good. It's uh, really good, isn't it? I'm really Mario proud of that impression. It's, it's going to start streaming in February 2022. It's um, got Lil Nas in it so far, from what I remember. Wait, what's this? Uh, the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Oh, the never Disney heard. Channel series from the 2000s. Never heard of it. It's getting a revival. Um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, is getting a season three. Of course. The Spiderwick Chronicles is getting a Disney Plus uh, live action series. That's a dub. That's a fat yeah, dub. That movie's so good. Though. That movie's so good. I can't remember it, but I remember enjoying it. It's so good. Right. Yeah. Next next week. Fuck whatever we were doing. We're doing that instead. <laughs> Talk about the Spiderwick Chronicles. Fuck yeah. Fuck it out. Um, Baymax and a Disney Plus original series as a like, kind of like a sequel to. Um... Big Hero, Big Hero 6. 6. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for that because Baymax is adorable. He's squishy. And the, the trailer looks... I mean, the, the animation's cracking, obviously. Uh, I didn't the, watch the, the trailer. I just... I saw the logo and I was like, okay, I'm sold. It's yeah, the, the trailer looks cute as hell. Like, just what you'd expect it to be, so... Zootopia Plus, Xander's new um, porn site. <laughs> oh, oh I, I wish that was a lie. I wish that was a lie. <laughs> Zoo hub. <laughs> Red. <laughs> Red topia. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> um, yeah, that there's a new short form series coming into Disney Plus in 2022, set in the world of um, Zootopia slash Zootropolis slash whatever the fuck else. I mean, it makes so much sense. That one. Above everything makes so much sense because that oh, yeah, world, 100%. that world is so full, and you can do so yeah. much with it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be good. Tiana, something. It's a, a long form musical series coming to Disney Plus. In oh, that's Princess cool. and, Princess and the Frog Lady. Oh, sick! That's a good movie. That is a great movie, actually. I love that film. And it's the last two um, D animated film that Disney did, like properly. Oh, yeah, because they've done 3D animation since then. Yeah, man. Interesting. Crazy. And Disney Intertwined, the first Disney Plus original series produced in Latin America, oh, is cool. now available on the streaming service. So you can go and watch that now. Cool. 
Um, so Pixar also announced, um, but they showed off another trailer for Turning Red. Yes. Uh, they also showed off a trailer for Cars on the Road. Cars on the Road, not Road. Right. Um, it's a cross-country road trip series, I think. Okay. Um, coming in 2022. Cool. And win or lose. Um, 20 oh. episodes of something. Yeah, it's like it's like their like first that. first original original series. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. I like. Like that. it's not I just like based. It's not based off any IP. Well, to be fair, so far they've done really good. Like um, monsters, uh, monsters at work. While watching it, was really fun. I, I really enjoyed that. I just, I haven't Monsters Inc. The Office. I actually haven't watched any of it. You know, it's really fun. What I watched of it, it's literally just Monsters Inc. But it's The Office. It's great. I, I should definitely watch that. Yeah, um, Hawkeye got a new trailer and a clip, I believe. The clip's good. The clip's good. It's, it's gonna fun. be. It's yeah. gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a fun show. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Um, Moon Knight got a first look trailer and like, well, it's, it's a trailer. Right, it's listen, a listen. Shots here and there. I, I, I want to say something right now. Okay. Go on. So, so they, 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 they announced all these things on Twitter as they were happening. They just announced loads of logos and then nothing else. And then at the end of it, they were like, "Oh, by the way, here's a video of all the announcements." And I go on Disney Plus, and it's like 14 minutes long. I was like, "Holy shit!" There's some good trailers in here. I start it. The first seven minutes are oh, recaps of the old shows. Yeah, and I'm like. Sorry, I've fucking seen these shows. I've got Disney Plus. Of course I've seen these. If I'm watching this, I've fucking seen them already. And then it and then the next bit starts and it's Hawkeye. I'm like, right, okay, that makes sense. That takes about three minutes. And so then all of a sudden I've got four minutes and they've got they've announced like what fifteen other shows. I'm like, okay, so you're gonna show me something, right? You're gonna show me something. And they show thirty seconds from She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. And that's it. And then the rest is just the logos. It's just two announcements. It's just animated logos. I'm like, what are you doing to me, Disney? Sorry, apologies. That's my rant. You carry on, honey. You're doing great. Um, So Moon Knight coming to Disney Plus in 2022 doesn't have a specific release time frame yet, but yeah. Yeah, it looks good, by the way. In 2022, the footage we saw of Moon Knight looks dope, and uh, She Hulk. She Hulk looks pretty cool as well. I don't like the new logo. They changed the logo, and I don't like it. Yeah, it looks it looks very generic. It, it looks does. I really like the the other one where it's like the the purple and the green. It's like yeah. the color scheme of the outfit and everything. That was sick. I, should, I think they should have kept that. But I think they're trying to stick with um like the theme of the show, and it looks kind of mysterious, kind of like a D- Jessica Jones kind of vibe. It, it looks more like it it looks weird. more like an actual like Law and Order type show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of disappointed about that, but oh well. Um, and Miss Marvel also got um, a tiny bit of thing, and also a summer 2022 um, um, release time frame. Have you heard the controversy with this show? I have not, and I am not sure if I'm going to care. So, in the com, do you know what her pa- do you know what Miss Marvel's character powers are? Not a fucking clue. She's stretchy. Oh, so she's um, Miss Fantastic. Kinda, but she's like stretchy. In the show. They've changed it, and now she's got cosmic powers like Miss Mar- like Captain Marvel, and people are fuming because it's like the what like completely changed up the character and just gave it, it another character's name. Yeah, I mean they can kind of understand that though because they're, they're wanting to bring in a, a different stretchy boy. 
Like they've they've announced the Fantastic Four's come for the MCU at some point, so you can have multiple stretchy. Only... You can have multiple stretchy people. Yeah, but there's like there's not too like what's the point of having multiple stretchy people in like one big universe, like in one big superhero universe, like. Granted, you, there's not you, much you, point having two I was gonna say you, you, cosmic powers. I was gonna say you're talking about a universe in which like fucking the Winter Soldier and Black Widow exist, where they just yeah, are like, assassins. They are they are yeah, they're doing the same but thing. At least the Winter Soldier has enough to dis- like differentiate himself from that. Like if she's just stretchy and he's just stretchy. Miss Marvel's a little girl. Mister Fantastic's a big a, a, a man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also wearing he's wearing blue spandex with a big four in the middle he looks like a dickhead yeah but she is also like she is literally you know like a part of the Captain Marvel thing in this I imagine she might, they might change it up and give her stretchy powers or something yeah I'm, I'm not gonna like judge it already because I've not seen the trailer or anything like that I've not seen any, I've only seen a couple of images here and there and I've I've not seen the show, obviously. So I think I think the show will the be show good. Comes out, I'll judge it. I think the show will be good, but like, come on, Marvel, give it. Yeah, make, make I, a, I think it would have been, been nice to keep the just, just make a now, just but. make a just make a stretchy. I think they just want to make her a bit more powerful. Just just make a Miss Marvel. Just make like, a. She's supposed to represent Marvel. Just make a just make a stretchy. Yeah. Just make her a bit stretchy. Um, <laughs> more um stuff. More stuff. We like more, more stuff. stuff. Um, Echo was officially announced. It was leaked a little while ago that she's going to get in her own TV series. Um, yeah. She's a character in Hawkeye. Yeah, she she's is. she's in her own sh- series. And supposedly, uh, according to a lot of leaks and rumors and insiders, apparently, um, both Kingpin and Daredevil will be a part of this. So, so apparently, according to rumors, Kingpin will be in Hawkeye. But uh, yeah. co- according to the other rumors, um, Deadpool, not Deadpool, Daredevil, fucking hell very different daredevil will be in will be in um will be in echo well apparently suppose like supposedly um in echo kingpin is going to be like a main villain oh again as well yeah and then that's going to lead into like the proper daredevil season four that or supposed season four yeah like so i i read a thing today online that said uh charlie cox has has locked into four projects with marvel which is um a, a a standalone Daredevil thing, Echo, Spider Man No Way Home, and I can't remember what the other one is. It might be She Hulk. Yeah, it might it might be appearing in She Hulk as well. Was well, fair supposedly um, Jessica Jones is coming into She Hulk as well. That would make sense. Yeah, it would make a lot of sense actually because it's set around the same place as Sammy of Hell's Kitchen. Um, I just want to let you um, know I'm about to eat the tip. You do it. I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait the back half first. I'm gonna because there's like a little indent. Like I'm so. I guess I'm eating this lint arsehole. I guess well, not really. Doesn't hang on, hang on. You can def- You'll definitely be able to hear this. Hang on. Oh, oh shit! Not only did you not hear it, but I bit it in a way that the entire truffle from the middle came out with it. <laughs> so now the tit end is literally just chocolate on the outside. I just laughed so hard I farted. <laughs> um, only top tier humour in the film and podcast. <laughs> um, Iron Heart, uh, the like basically little girl who becomes Iron Man, just sick. Um, is getting a series. I like that. I mean, I that, House of Harkness. That one. That was announced a while ago, though. Iron Ma- Iron Heart was announced a while ago. Some of these things we already had announcements for. Yeah, we really did. 
we, we knew about a lot of this stuff already. Mm. Um, Agatha House of Harkness. Um, it's a, I believe the Agatha series was already announced, but they gave it a new name with this, which I ca- I kind of love the new name. House of Harkness is a cool ass fucking name. Yeah. I don't um, care though. Secret Invasion. It has started filming. Yeah, because we got a shot of Nick Fury. Yeah. I like it looks cool. cool. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, just got something. I, I don't know what. I imagine he just re-announced it again. Yeah. we, we yeah. remind us that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're filming it at the moment because they're filming Guardians 3. They're filming them at the same time. Yeah. And then we got, what? One, two, three, four, five um, animated series. Yeah. They really announced. went fully into this. Yeah. So X-Men 97. This is the biggest one of this. Um, is getting a revival series. Yeah, so the, so the X-Men anim- animated series from the 90s that was so popular. Um, you know, you, you all know the theme tune. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Um, that That's getting a revival. They're, they're coming back to Disney+. Plus, yeah, and, and I'm guessing like that's... That. And it's Marvel Studios, so like they're bringing it in a way that's going to be... Like, going to bring the X-Men in, which is... Uh, yeah. They have a plan for it, I'm sure. So, yeah, should be fun. Yeah, so that's going to be cool. Um, what if season two was officially announced? Makes sense because they, they makes a lot of sense because it's actually, it's done really well for itself. And also, one of the episodes that was meant to be season one, they are putting in season two. Yeah, so, so that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna do that um that pitched fucking like Star Wars crossover that the head writer pitched for, se- for season one. They were just like, you have the entire Marvel universe at your disposal calm the fuck down I, I like i like the idea of them doing that though that'd be kind of funny um spider-man freshman year it's an animated series that follows peter parker on his way to becoming spider-man in the mcu so this is actually an mcu um animated series it is yeah not just um extended universe or like and multiverse stuff. and this the spider-man actually in the universe and the logo for it the spider the, the the way that spider-man is written it's actually like the same logo as they used in the first uh, spider-man comic the amazing yeah, spider-man it's kind of cute yeah, it is. It looks really cute. Yeah, um, I am Groot got a um, a a re announcement, I guess. Yeah. And it did. Uh, Marvel Zombies got announced as well. It did. It did. Um, and I'm not too. I, I was excited for Marvel Zombies when it was in What If. And then we saw the episode. Yeah. And now no one's excited. So basically, I this is this is why. Doing what they did was not a good idea. I want, whenever Marvel announced shit, I want Kevin Feige right there telling me exactly why I should be excited for these things. Because right now, I have no reason to be excited for so many of these things because I don't know what they are. Um, And especially Marvel Zombies. We don't know exactly what it is. We don't know whether it's its own thing, whether it's following on from the episode we saw in What If, whether it, like, you know, we don't know anything about it. And I want, and I, that, I want information. So... Um, Fa- Kevin Feige, please just give me a ring and let me know, please. That would really mean a lot. You want Kevin Feige to like ring you specifically? Yes. Uh, my phone number is oh <laughs> oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one nine 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 one one nine seven two five three. That's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, just a just a couple more announcements now that are actually worth mentioning at this point because I can't really be asked talking about the rest of it. Great. Um, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi got a couple behind the scenes. Yeah, um, it got it got a fucking it got that. it got a fucking sizzle reel, and the sizzle yeah. reel got leaked the day before. Yeah, and it was shit. It was a fucking minute long. They have no footage for us, and most of it was cut footage from fucking Revenge of the Sith. What are you doing yeah. to us? <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Um, and then finally, Prey, the um, prequel to the Predator franchise, set three hundred years before the first one. Yes. Um, great um, title. Great title. I mean, it's the mo- it's the only title that they could really fucking do, isn't it? And I have so much faith in this because it's, it's the my Predator. It's my boy. It's my boy Dan Trachtenberg, who I have so much faith in. He made Ten Cloverfield Lane. He did. Um, so I'm fucking here for it. Um, I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm more Predator. Whether it's whether it's like the original Predator, amazing, or like the most recent The Predator, shit. I'm gonna have fun with it. So I mean, yeah, true. Um, listen, there's of the four Predator movies, solo Predator movies I've seen. Um, I've had fun with all four of them in very different ways. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. Predator's great. Um, let's let's fucking have another one. Why not? Come on the mouse. Did you just say come on the mouse? Come on the mouse. As in like coming what? on. What do you mean literally? Do, do you mean literally? You want? Are you, are you asking me right now if I if my comment come on the mouse meant am I going to ejaculate on Mickey Mouse? Well, I also thought you meant Ratatouille as well. No, David. I just meant. You know, like, well, come on! Really like animals because you do love Zootopia. A bit. What's too. the next bit of news, David? Um, the next bit of news is the Spider-Man trailer. Yes! Right. <laughs> Fucking suck me I'm off right now. Talk about this. So it. So yeah. it, we got a second trailer for Spider-Man: No Way Home. Finally. Um, there was a lot. There was a lot in here. Um, we got a good look at five villains. In the yep. Sinister Five, that classic t- su- supervillain team up, the, the Sinister si- Five. The Sinister Five. Uh, we got good the look. Four plus one. We got an extended look at uh, Doc Ock, uh, who, by the way, the de aging on him is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the de aging on Doc Ock is fucking insane. Unreal. Um, like we he got exactly like he did in Spider-Man 2. We got a look at the two costumes that we're going to be getting for Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Um, the the main one from the original, and then they've got an upgraded one without the helmet, and it's got a bit of purple on it as well, which looks great. Um, we got a, our first look at um, Electro, Jamie Foxx's new version of Electro. Yeah, I really like this new version. He looks fucking mint. He does, and the fucking helm, and the, the way that the mask comes out as well when he's charging yeah. up. It looks so good. It's so cheap, cheap, like, it's so fucking cheesy and corny, but I love it. Um, it's very comic book style. It's very comic book. Um, we get confirmations that Lizard and Sandman officially are in it. Yeah, um, we didn't actually like see any tease of lizard in the last one as well, which is cool. Well, well, that's it. So in the first one, we get a moment where Peter's like run at by something, and it's hidden behind like a force field or something, and people are like, "Is that lizard?" And now it's clear, it's clear that that is lizard. That is meant yeah, to be lizard in our first trailer. Zaman officially confirmed. Zaman officially confirmed. Um, which he looks fucking mint. 
Yeah, obviously, yeah. I hope to God it's Spider-Man. It's actual Spider-Man Free Sandman rather than just some random guy at the brawl. Um, Either that or it's John Cena because the guy really looks like John Cena. No, nah, it'll, it'll be it will be Thomas Hayden Church. It'll it'll be in it, but he won't be in it much. It'll be mostly sand for most of it, I'm sure. Yeah, I I'm kind of sad about the idea of that. Um, but the main thing we we were talking about it just before it released. We were. Um, or the day before it released, like when it was announced that the trailer was going to be coming out the day after. Um, and I was saying to you that I really hope that they don't show off um, Andrew and Toby yeah. in this trailer. Because I thought that was like a really bad move. And I thought, like, as a PR thing, let the fans do the, like, you know, do the work for them. Because so far, that's been working way better than any trailer or post they can Yeah, use. Spider-Man No Way Home has been trending on Twitter every day for the past, like, four months. Exactly, and that's because the fans are promoting this movie. You don't need the marketing. You don't need this, that, and the other. You've got the fans there to market this movie for you yeah. and to tell people this movie's going to be fucking insane. And they've done it right. I was really proud when I saw that they weren't in the trailer. Now... The Brazil trailer did have... Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you saw this. I'm so <laughs> glad you saw this. Because I was going to say it. And I was... Somebody punching Lizard and I was saying it's another Sandman. I was genuinely going to be fuming if I had to sit here and tell you that this has happened and you'd be like, nah, I don't believe you. I was genuinely going to be fuming if that I've was right. I've all over the place, so I'm kind of sad about that. Like, they, they literally... They just cut it a tiny bit too late and it's kind of fucking stupid. It looks but hilarious. US and uk release of this trailer it's it's a fucking perfect trailer because it doesn't show too much it it just shows you what you need to know it shows you that the sinister six is going to be here and sinister five shows you well we we know vulture is going to be in it in some what way. is is it vulture i reckon it's vulture because they already teased that he was starting the sinister six up anyway in, in homecoming and also michael keaton is literally said recently yeah i'm filming vulture stuff this week um, but that's um, but the movie's done. Spider-Man: No Way Home is finished. Yeah, no, no, but why would they include Vulture in another movie if he wasn't in this one? Because he's him into the next movie. He's in Morbius, and he's yeah, probably he's in, in Vulture. In that. He's probably gonna he's probably gonna turn up in um, uh, Doctor Strange too, because that's doing reshoots at the moment. Oh uh, yeah, it is actually. So it would make more sense for him to turn up in that. Um, well, to be fair, it makes a lot more sense for him to turn up in this because he's already been in Spider-Man once and he's te- they teased him starting to But like, if if uh, if he was in it, it and it makes sense for him to be in it, why wouldn't they show him? So it's got to be someone special. It's either that or Mysterio's coming back in some way. I think, I genuinely think it will be. I think it'll be Mysterio in some Mysterio, form. But specifically, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, is. yeah, it'll be some just, form of Mysterio. I love looking at his face. Jake Gyllenhaal does have a beautiful face. He has a really nice face to look at. But yeah, um, I think... In the US and UK release, I think they've hit the nail on the head with this trailer. They've teased a lot. They've teased, like, a big fight between Doctor Strange and Peter Parker. They've teased, like, something fucking happening at the end, which you you know that final shot is, like, the last half hour, clearly. that That's a last half hour shot right there. Yeah, every, everything on the, uh, everything at the Statue of Liberty, that's going to yeah, be, that's that, going to be, like, the be final last, action. Yeah, that's going to be the last act, like, last 45 minutes max. But like that's it. So when when this movie like as you know, there's all these things on Reddit saying like you know plot plot breakdowns and stuff like that, and the, there were a couple of them that said that detailed that the Statue of Liberty will be getting they'll, they'll be doing building sites on it because yeah. they're building Captain America's shield into the Statue of Liberty, 
And, like, most, you know, we sort of didn't discard it a bit. But since then, like, you know, we see that now is true in this trailer. Like, that is something that's happening. And so, uh, and now the whole final act is at the Statue of Liberty. So it's like, maybe maybe these Reddit people know what they're talking about. It's, so, you know, just yeah, but also maybe Reddit stay away from plot leaks you know, and stuff like that. Reddit people are just fucking basement dwellers. Um, but yeah. Yo, that's so funny. Molly, Molly doesn't is always on Reddit, and she lives in the basement. That's so funny. Yeah, she's a basement dweller. <laughs> yeah. Molly, you heard it here first. Right, you're a fucking basement dweller. All the way down to the basement. But yeah, good, very, very good trailer. I enjoyed it. There was a lot of like. Can we also just like say that cl- like the. The guy just on the fucking um, on Green Goblin's thing. I don't know what it's called. That really wasn't Willem Dafoe. <laughs> you can tell so much that it wasn't Willem Dafoe when it was a shot of his face. Oh, because it was CG. Yeah, you, yeah. That, that's that, that looks well, I mean, nothing like him. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, because he he goes by quite quickly as well. Like it, yeah, it, but it still, is it is gonna it is it like the 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 character is Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Oh yeah, it's been confirmed by Tom Holland as well. But like in the fan event, he was talking about like when it was on set, um, he ran into him, and like all the villains were told to wear cloaks so they like any leaks that came out, it was just a cloaked person, so it was just led to mystery. And he bumped into him, he was like, "Oh shit, it's Green Goblin!" <laughs> like it genuinely scared him. So um, I, I like that little story. Yeah, solid trailer. Um, there's some shots in here that I'm like, "This looks great," uh, like like you know visually as well. Um, the new suits look really cool as well. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm hyped. You know, I, I I was already hyped for this movie, but I'm more hyped. Um, Once again, personally, this hasn't hyped me up more than anything else has. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. It's not the trailer wasn't good. It was a very good trailer, but the first one was very good, and that's just because I'm a massive fucking Spider-Man Two fanboy. And so the second I see Alfred Molina, I hear him say "Hello, Peter," I quiver. <laughs> and I bet you get to hear him talk more in this. Yeah, but it like it it didn't have the same impact as like the final moment in that trailer where it's just like you see the fucking like what the tentacles I say I guess like yeah they're, they're technically got tentacles. Doc, Doc, Doc Ock's tentacles, yeah. But yeah, it's so weird to call them that. But, do, um, or do they call like, him you arms? See the Doc Ock smack arms. into the art into the ground, and you just hear the sound of it, and then he comes on the screen and he just goes. Hello, Peter. And I was like, oh! Like, I didn't get that moment in this trailer because I'd already had it. And so the big surprise for me was seeing Alpha Molina and seeing how good he looked. Yeah. But like, we already knew like fucking um, Jamie Foxx was in this and he wasn't going to be blue, so we knew he was going to be yellow. Yeah. Well, how else could you do him? Yeah. And we knew, like, they, they teased Sandman, but Sandman... Like I, I love Sandman in Spider-Man Three, but I don't really care about him as a character nearly as much as I do Doc Ock. So, so the the, the rumor goes that they like that that um when because we, I think you 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 now are in the mindset that Tom McGuire and Andrew Garfield are in this movie, right? Yeah, but not much still. Yeah, they'll be in the, they'll be in the final act. They'll be in the final act, and they'll and they won't be on screen much. Um, they'll be they'll but, be saving some of it. For like whatever they do next, Spider-Man wise. Yeah. So, um, 
what they're gonna the the, the rumor goes that like because with so, so in the trailer Doctor Strange is like yeah they all die fighting Spider-Man like that's what happens that's their thing yeah. but if you watch the movies Sandman and Spider-Man are at peace by the end of yeah. Spider-Man 3 that he goes away and the lizard yeah. is still alive and locked up so the rumor goes that it what it's gonna say like um after like post Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2 these guys have carried on in their worlds and they've like they they fought Sandman and Lizard again and had to yeah, kill them. And see that that is where I'm thinking this movie's gonna be a bit rushed story wise because like just having that said by a character seemed really shit. Because obviously like Spider-Man 4 was supposed to happen, Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 3 was supposed to happen. So you can't really help it, but um, I hope that they don't do that. I hope that they just have some resentment for him. Like with Sandman, he he did die, but they did make peace. But at the same time, he didn't die. Like, he got fucking like. No, he just he just, he just flies away in the in the into the air. Because oh, um, yeah. then because then there's Sandman a deleted scene as fucking... well when he uh, goes and he, he sees his daughter and he's just a big sandcastle. <laughs> that movie's good that movie's good it's that actually kind of good it is good <laughs> why is that movie kind of it's kind of good it's the idea of them just doing a big a big scene and a big moment like that off screen so i kind of hope that we see glimpses of that at least maybe like we, we will. see them fighting in their own universe and then pulled in like that'd maybe cool. they're in the, maybe they're mid-fight cool. and they get pulled in to our universe in some capacity, in some way, rather than they all die, like because like Doc Ock died fighting Spider Man, hated Spider Man. We we all know that. Jamie Fox died fighting and hating Spider Man. Green Goblin died not hating Spider Man because he, you know, like he kind of made peace a little bit, but Harry hated Spider Man at the end. Um, last question but, before yeah. we move on. Go on. Is this movie going to be good? I don't know yet. Because it... Sony do really good trailers sometimes. Like, the trailers really hype you up. Venom 2's trailers were great. No, they were not. I enjoyed You're chatting absolute shit, mate. The song in those trailers were awful. And the vibe of those trailers was awful. Awful. I love them. Truly awful. Yeah, like, superhero movies in general, trailers can always be great. And then, you know... Like Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, it was really good. Was a fucking shit movie. It's it's just one of those where it's going to be a you you're just gonna have to wait and see because this movie's got way too much hype. So I'm still not as hyped as nearly everybody else is because I'm still keeping my expectations low because I don't think this movie's going to meet everybody's expectations because they've already set their expectations way too high to the point where they think that Toby and Andrea are going to be in it from the outset on until the very end of it, and that uh, they're going to have this major role that's going to set off this entire thing where we get Spider-Man 4 and Amazing Spider-Man 3, this and the other, all in the MCU. No. And it's not going to do that at all. No, it won't. But that's what, that's what the level of hype is for this movie, and it's kind of annoying that it's that. Yeah, because every, like I feel like everybody's gonna be disappointed for some reason, and it's gonna drag this movie's like audience 
appraisal down because it's not going to be it's not going to have every single element that every single person wanted. Well, like what what if um, Daredevil's not in a movie? Look at how many people are going to be disappointed. Did you he, say he very well might be? But yeah, like what if half the stuff that everybody's wanting in this film it just isn't there? It's just like there's just so much at play that. I think they're thinking way too big scale for just a third Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Because, yeah, it, like, the second one was still quite small scale in comparison to this. Yeah. And then this is, going from... Well, I mean, they've said, they've said this Shang-Chi is... Shang-Chi being quite small scale still, and then Eternals being... Introducing so many heroes and kind of failing at that. Yeah. It, it just seems like it, it's on the road to possible disappointment. They, I mean, they've said that this is the end game of Spider-Man films. See, that's the thing. I don't think Spider-Man needs an end game, though. And also, has it really <laughs> earned an end game kind of film? I get like films? so. So Tom Holland, no, but Spider-Man yeah. as a character over but the Spider-Man past as a character, one hundred percent over the past, the past like, oh, like twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. But not Tom Holland, not MCU's Spider-Man specifically as well. But if they're bringing in the other ones, then you can understand how it would be, how it'd feel more like an Endgame. Yeah. If it, if it just, if it, this nicely wraps up the other two stories, and like gives us a chance to see them and be like, that's yeah, okay, if it nicely wraps them up. If it's just they're there for the fight scene and that's it, there's no point to having them there. Like we, we left these characters not knowing what the fuck was going to happen next. Like, Spider-Man 4 was supposed to come out, and it got canned. I mean, Spider-Man 3 was supposed to come out. We don't know what happened after them. So, can this movie really do what two movies didn't plus end this trilogy? Guess we'll find out on December 15th in the UK. Yeah. Got a new release date as well. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, I'll be there opening night. Um... David will also be there opening night because if he's not, then we won't be recording the podcast. Um, but yeah, it'll be. Yeah, I'm gonna be there opening night. I'm gonna make sure I get time. Like, I'm not gonna book a day off for it because I've got no holidays left. But I'm just gonna finish early. Yeah, it's gotta be done. Gotta be done. Gotta be done. Right. What else are we doing? Oh yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Um, so, <laughs> um. So, Ghostbusters Afterlife came out this week. Uh, it's the newest entry into the Ghostbusters franchise. And me and David really love the original. It's one of our favourite comedies. Yeah, collectively. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a great big warm hug of a movie. And uh, so we went to watch the new one in hopes that this would also be a great big warm hug of a movie. David, was this a great big warm hug of a movie for you? enjoyed it, honestly. I thought it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, the comedy didn't land as much, but at the same time, like I laughed at all the, all the shit jokes. <laughs> yeah, I found them really awkwardly funny. Yeah, and so that landed quite well. And yeah. I thought, as a sequel to Ghostbusters, it works really well because all the other Ghostbusters sequels have been pretty fucking shit. Yeah. So this well, is the best sequel to Ghostbusters, but at the same time, is that really saying much? Exactly. Exactly. So. Um... I'll read out the synopsis. It's, uh, when a single mother and her two children move to a new town, they soon discover they have a connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Um, and it's Egon's family. Um, yeah, I like that it's Egon's family. I think that's really sweet. Um, but 
Well, I mean, that's because that's mainly because Harold Ramis well, yeah, um, exactly. died, like, died quite a few years ago. Exactly, but they could have gone down the easier path of just doing it, Bill Murray's family, and then he doesn't actually die. Because, like, if, if you're going to go cliches with that, like, Bill Murray's the big person in that entire yeah. film. Like, he's the one person every single person knows is in this movie. Yeah, he is. And then it's Dan Aykroyd. And Ernie Hudson. And Ernie, like, he's the, he's the least, he's the least known person in this movie. Like in the Ghostbusters franchise, people don't know him nearly as well. So it's nice that they gave him the spotlight. With it's his family that has the spotlight, kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I want to read you out some uh, some Rotten Tomatoes scores here, if that's okay. Go on. So the original Ghostbusters, ninety-seven percent with an eighty-eight percent audience score. Okay. Damn. Ghostbusters two. It's got fifty three percent, with a sixty one percent audience score. Okay. Um, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen has a seventy four percent. Jesus. With a forty nine percent audience score. And this new one, Ghostbusters Afterlife, is currently sat at sixty one percent, with a ninety five percent audience score. Ninety six. It's gone up. I'm looking at it right now. Hang on, let me refresh it. I opened this earlier. It has gone up in the past hour, so it is now 96%. Yeah, yeah um, so I remember I saw a, um, a like video on YouTube a couple days ago or so um, called Ghostbusters Afterlife, Why Do the Critics Want It to Fail? And I feel like, the, like this review score alone, like these review scores perfectly encapsulate that exact imagery like that exact video title because yeah. it looks like the critics want this to fail but the fans are just happy that we've got good ghostbusters again yeah and that it is going back to the basics but it's also teasing some new stuff and it's you know doing it with an entire new gang yeah they so... all have the same kind of energy as the original ghostbusters yeah so it's um Listen, it's a good movie. I I do have my problems with it. That um, there's there, there's a lot of nostalgia, and I understand. But it it feels like a lot in certain spots, and I feel like we'll get more into it in spoilers because we will do a spoiler section for this. Yeah. Um, but we'll let you know beforehand. There's time codes in the description. Um, but there's like. There's so much of this movie that feels so fresh and good. And like it it, it just feels like I, I genuinely felt like I joked at the start, like the original's a big warm hug. It, there were moments in this that felt like they were just giving me a big warm hug. Yeah, like it's the, a very comforting movie. It is. It's a really comforting movie. And there are certain shots and moments that genuinely gave me goosebumps because I was like, oh my God, like that's great. That's so great. Um, the performances are excellent, all round. Yeah, they really are. the the main The main little girl, um, what's she called? I should have had McKenna Grace. Um, she is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, she she's nailed. Really, she's so really fun. What makes um Harold Ramis's performance in the original Ghostbusters so hilarious is that he is so straight. He is the straightest straight man in that comedy group. He is. Yeah. Like, so focused on science, he doesn't even find himself funny. 
because he's like i'm super serious like you know i'm i'm not a whack i'm not this isn't fun this is a wacky this is serious i'm a scientist yeah um and she fucking nails that she's so serious all the way through and she's trying to like blend in with everyone else and tell these awful jokes also like it it kind of gives you a vibe of like they're going for the the outcast weird child kind of thing but it's more she's clearly autistic and i love that oh yeah like she like she's very clearly definitely like in the movie like she's portraying the characters as she's got autism and she's got like her special um her special like oh i've forgotten the thing the name of it her special fucking interest that's it her special interest is science and specific kinds of sciences yeah and it nails that so well and it doesn't do it like horribly like in the fucking um predator where it's like yeah. he uses it as a superpower and he's able to fucking read an alien language because he's autistic. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they use it to their advantage in this where, yeah, she's this awkward kind of, I, I don't want to say the word because it's so fucking cringy, but quirky kid. Yeah. But it works because she does still make a friend who's just as, you know, like awkward as her. Um, and also every single time I saw podcast in this movie, all I thought it was you. Genuinely, I went to the, I went to this with a friend of mine, and the guy came over and said, "My name's Podcast. I have a podcast." And he looked at me and was like, "That's you, that. That's you, that." It is. And it can is. can I say Hollywood? Stop shitting on podcasts, okay? We we are putting the work in, all right? Fuck you. Why does why does every weird character in a movie now in a comedy have to have a podcast? What the hell is this? What are you doing to us? We're funny, okay? We got ideas. We're trying our best. You're giving us a bad name. Sorry. He was a kind of cute kid, though. <laughs> yeah, he was funny as hell. He was funny as hell. He was great. Um, I loved Pocket. But yeah, the... the, the um... He's only been in this. Yeah. Probably. That's fucking insane. Um, Finn, Finn Wolfhard as well. Great, obviously. Yeah, He's I, just... I really wasn't, like... When the um, when the trailers came out and everything, like, wow, I really wasn't a fan of the the whole fucking Stranger Things feel to it. Yeah. Of them just like, oh, it's it's Ghostbusters, but it's kids. Yeah. That that doesn't feel great. But he fucking nails it in this. He he like they are literally like the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he did make me laugh when they said he's fifteen. <laughs> All the way through he's pretending to be seventeen and he's like, <laughs> I, yeah I'm fifteen. And it's like I got you. you Specifically, you can most fifteen-year-olds imagine. Yeah, yeah. It like it, it's just like you know he's fucking. He just doesn't look fifteen at all. <laughs> like, that's what made me he really laugh. Doesn't. He really doesn't. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's. Yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's a cute movie, and it's it's not. There's not many belly laughs, but there's a lot of like, like, um, no snorts. Yeah, and honestly, you don't need belly laughs in this in this movie because you got the outright comedy with a bit of adventure in the first one. This is the outright adventure with a bit of comedy. It's, it's kind of the opposite of the vibe that the first one went for. Yeah. And it works really well because Ghostbusters could easily be a great family adventure movie. Yeah. And this proves it. It can be. Because like, you've got Paul Rudd there for the... Um, like the immediate comedy value of just looking at his face yeah i li, paul Rudd is based like 
He's base. He's not in this as much as you think. He's not the main character. You know, he's he's very like prominent in the trailers, and he's not in it as much as you'd like. But he's in it as much as he's needed. He's in it about as much as Rick Moranis is in the original. Which, when you look at his role in the movie, um, like women, especially when we get to the spoilers, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I, once again, I really like that. Every, everybody has their own, ver- like. Every single person is basically like a character from the first one. It feels like a reboot. Yeah, but like... But in the best way possible. Yeah. It's, um, it's a reboot quote that pays a lot of homage to the original. I like... Um, I like the the gadgets they get in this. Like the little RC car. That's really cool. Um, I think I think the CG looks great. And there is a mix of, of practical effects that I really noticed and was like, damn, that looks good. That's some good practical effects right there. Um, and what else did I like? I just think yeah, the plot is solid. The plot's really solid. Yeah, and the practical effects that you were mentioned then, I noticed them as well. And I was like, damn, that's... I love that they did this as practical. Yeah, definitely. I was so happy they did it as practical. We can talk about that. That's the, the, the no, been, no, like, no. It's we'll, been released online. We'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll just wait. Sony released the clip. We'll just wait. Ah, fine. Because to be honest, yeah, I, I was really glad. There's not much to talk about spoilers. Yeah, you're right. There's not much to talk about outside of spoilers. Yeah. Um, but we, I, I think we're suggesting we like the film. I've got s- some problems with it. One of the problems I can talk about here is the music. Um, go on. Th- I wanted an original score for this, but they use so much of the original film score that it doesn't feel right. Like, it, like wanted, and it just doesn't fit the scenes. Yeah, I, I wanted like a an original remix. Yeah, so like use bits, but like it's times when it, it's literally like they've just used the exact same music and just plopped it in a scene, and it's like this doesn't work as well. Like it just yeah, doesn't it, quite it's fit. Yeah, the the, mu- the soundtrack is very nostalgia baiting, and that's that's Obviously, the classic theme song. Yeah, you you have to have. <sighs> yeah, no matter what, like if you're going to do a Ghostbusters film, the least you can do for the fans is have the classic. The Ray pa- the Ray Parker Junior song. Exactly, like you you have to, but I can understand the annoyance with like them using non original and more just like classic soundtrack. Yeah. Like for for the score for the no yeah. I, I I mean literally like the score not not you know what I mean not soundtrack score like yeah. the actual movie score yeah the it, movie music yeah um and it just yeah it, so that's kind of wound me up a bit um, yeah I can understand that but what, the other problems I have are mainly mainly spoilery so I think we should move over into spoiler section. Yeah, I've got nothing else to say about the movie. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a it was a fun ride. I've got a few problems with it personally, but um, nothing major to like bring the movie down a hell of a lot. Um, um, you know what? I I can actually, I can read my my wrap up review because I wrote one on the train today. Of course you did. Um, so th- this movie is good. It's real good. The performances are excellent, and the characters feel real and tangible. There are moments here that truly gave me goosebumps and other moments that had me belly laughing. The script does a fantastic job of paying homage to what made the original so special whilst keeping it fresh for a modern audience. 
The CGI is outstanding, and the use of practical effects also helps the movie feel real. All that being said, the movie's final act relies so heavily on nostalgia that it ends up just feeling cheap. It brings good moments to end the movie on, but the execution just makes everything feel hollow. The music was a problem for me too. I would have loved an original score instead of the whole movie just reusing 1984's movie score. I really like this movie, but I couldn't help but feeling slightly disappointed by the time I was leaving. This is the best Ghostbusters movie we've had after the original, but that doesn't mean it is nearly as good. Um, I'm giving it an 8 out of 10, but it honestly could have been and should have been a 9 or a 9.5. Damn, that's, that's fucking high. I, I did really like it. Like I'm, I'm obviously I'm. I was gonna give it the same, but I'm just saying it's high considering the review you just read. See, that's it. Like I, 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 th- I would happily sit and watch this movie again because it is oh, good. Yeah, me, it's a good too. movie. It is a good movie. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna watch Ghostbusters, I'm more than I'd more than happily watch this straight after. Yeah. Like, and I'll more than happily go and see this again in cinema. Yeah, like, definitely. I've got the, I've got my Infinity card, so I can go to like go and see it as many times as I want, as long as I'm you know got the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm more than happy to go and see this again and experience it again and like just laugh at all the shit jokes again. What 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 would you give this? I'd give it an A as well. I'm 100 giving it an A. It's it's a fucking blast of a movie. It's to do like a quick roundup. I think once again, all all the um, performances are absolutely fucking fantastic. They, everybody hits it and they, hits the nail on the head with um, the role that they play within the movie of like the characters they're trying to mimic. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of fun to be had with all the characters and with their specific moments as well because they all have like that one defining moment within the movie that makes them like the character they're mimicking. And I think that. The jokes do land well, and the adventure uh, as a whole is fantastic. But I really think that they definitely could have done better. But is there any way to do better if you're trying to follow up to one of the, you know, like most beloved comedy movies of the of the, the like the eighties? Like you, you can't really do much better as a follow up to that after trying to write the wrongs of the 2016 reboot that a lot of fans hated. And also write the wrongs of the sequel that a lot of people just didn't like in general because it's just a bit boring. Not very good. Yeah, Um. it's just not nearly as... Like, it's just... That one was a cash grab. This is trying to bring the fans back into the world. Yeah. And it does a really good job of that. It it brings you back in brilliantly. Yeah. Um, Like like I said, give it an eight. Um, I don't want a sequel, though. Yeah. Me neither. I I think this should be a standalone, and if they do a sequel, then they should do it new characters again. Don't even tie it into the original Ghostbusters. Just have it in the world with this with the ghosts and have new designs. Because I think the idea of Ghostbusters has a lot of potential, but the original has run its course, and yeah. we need to let it rest. Definitely. Honestly. Fuck it. Do Ghostbusters a horror movie. <clears throat> Try it. Experiment. Yeah, why not? Right. Spoiler section. Um, We're, we're going to go into spoilers now. If you have not seen this movie, uh, we recommend you going away and uh, and watching it because we did enjoy it. Um, 
and it's a, it's a good sign. No alcohol required. Um, and yeah, if, if you haven't seen the movie, go away and watch it. Um, but if you don't care about spoilers or I have already seen it, then uh, welcome to the spoiler section. And now, spoilers, spoilers. Why did you do the German chance thing? I don't know. I I don't know, bro. Just let, let, leave me alone. Right. Um. So it's. Listen, I, I knew as soon as it looked like they were about to lose, I absolutely thought, I, I heard the line in my head. I heard, I genuinely, I was shocked that Bill Murray did not walk in and say, let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. I was I waiting mean, for it. In my head, I, I was really like, wish he did say that. I was waiting for it. I was like, he's going to fucking say this. He's going to fucking say this line and it's going to piss me off because he said it. Um, but like they turn up and the movie jumps off a cliff man It's it really winds me up because it's like because what they try and do is still really good because they get Harold Ramis back and like the, the CGI on him looks absolutely incredible and do you know what why it's so incredible why he looks why? so good because they don't make him talk yeah they just it's facial expressions and it looks so great and everything that needs to be said is said and it's so powerful but it's just it's just a bit cheesy and cringy when they walk in and they're like they've got here within like what <laughs> a day they all live in New York or whatever and they've got here within a day and they're all dressed up and they've just walked through the field and no one's spotted them and it's like it's just it, just, it feels so out of place and they walk in and they're like oh I've missed this oh. And they have the whole, are you a god? And he's like, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. And the same thing yeah. happens. It's like, right, sick. Um, it's It becomes too many callbacks. And throughout the movie, there are lots of callbacks. The whole plot is like the rise of Gozer again, um, which is great. That's a great way to do this. Also, cheeky fucking J.K. Simmons cameo. Yeah. I spied it. I was like, that's J.K. goddamn Simmons. Like, what, what's going on here? jk goddamn simmons god damn it jk fucking simmons i know that's not your middle name sir um and so she got woody harrelson in this somehow <laughs> uh, so th so the whole film is like you know it is nostalgia based because like they're finding the old vehicle and they're finding the old tech and the the wearing the old costumes and stuff like that and it's like yeah that's great uh, but the but the redoing it in a way that feels natural that like yeah. these they, they found it all in an old house and they don't really fully understand what it is and then like oh right this is what it is and it's linked to our grandfather that's great and then they realize that why why he abandoned them and that's quite nice but it's yeah. just then the implementation of the other guys just feels so unnatural the the phone call i think is excellent she calls yeah. dan Aykroyd at a point uh mckenna grace and that phone call is absolutely great. It's great because it explains so much. And it's like, yeah, we're just sort of done. And it's like, yeah. that. you know what? That on its own, if they, if they hadn't brought Bill Murray or any, Ernie Hudson back and just had Dan Aykroyd on the phone like that, I'd have been like, fair. That's yeah. fine. I'm fine with this. Yeah. But then, no, they had to bring them back. Or even like have a moment at the end when, when they do save the world. It, it then goes back to them. Like she, she go goes to Dan Aykroyd and said, "He was right. He's he's here with me." Like, and he he tells you he t he told me he forgives you, and like that could have been a really nice touching moment. 
Yeah. But instead, they've brought them back, and it's like, it just doesn't feel right, man. It just don't feel... You know what it feels like? Go on. The ending of this is in a similar way to the end of Doctor Sleep. Where it's just a bunch of callbacks, and it's just kind of useless, and doesn't really need to be there, because it could have easily been its own movie. Exactly. Doctor Sleep yeah. is an abs... For two hours, that movie two is a... Two and a half in the extended cut. Oh, yeah, two and a half hours in the extended cut is a masterpiece. It is absolutely phenomenal. But yeah. then the last half an hour drives me up the fucking wall because it's yeah. all callbacks. And this yeah, movie is the same. Overlock. This movie is like an hour 40 of like chef's kiss. This is great shit. And then the last 20 minutes is like just callbacks. I'm like... Even the post-credits just felt so unnatural. The second one was so weird. The second post-credits was so weird. Um, and the movie ended in a really weird place as well. Like, it, yeah, it, like it's the last scene, and it's the last time you see Harold Ramis, and it's like, for Harold, and then it ends. But it just doesn't feel right that that's the ending. There needs to be, like, an extra couple of conversations in there, I feel. But there isn't. Yeah. And then it, right at the, the last credit scene, bring, uh, Ernie Hudson sat there, and he's like, yeah, and it's like bring giving more depth to his character. It's like, yeah, you should have done this forty years ago, but unfortunately, racism was a thing, and that's why he didn't get much time to talk. So now they're trying to do it, and then, but they said earlier on that the, the old firehouse was now a Starbucks. But then he goes in there, and it's clearly been abandoned for like thirty years or forty years, yeah. however the fuck long it's been. And then, like, oh, there's ghosts coming out, so like, now we're gonna get the band back together and do another Ghostbusters. No, I don't want another one. Please don't bring crusty old Bill Murray back to do another one of these fucking movies. He clearly does not want to do this. Please yeah, let walks. let this franchise rest. Let he it rest. sick of this. He's literally just like fucking... Um, I've forgotten the guy... Like, what's, what's his fucking name? Who? Han Solo, the actor. What's his Harrison name? Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, that's it, thank you. You can cut that Bill out. Mur- Bill Murray's the Harrison Ford of comedy movies. He really is. He, he wants his own, like, he wants a serious role. He needs another Groundhog Day, <laughs> I think. But, no, like, not a sequel to Groundhog Day. He just needs another movie like Groundhog Day, where he's, it's a comedy, but he delves into his seriousness a lot as well. And I think that's what he needs. Either that or he just needs to fucking retire. So, like, um, this movie, re- like, I really liked it. But it's given me, it's it's made me rage. I don't know why, but like I'm 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 really annoyed with the ending of this movie because at the same time I was like it's so cute because like you know she he, like Harold Ramis's ghost helps her do it and yeah, it's so I, cute. But then Ramis's false ghost was great. Yeah, but then like it just feels so icky because it's like the other guys are there and it's like this doesn't feel right. So it's oh it really upset me because like i just this movie should have been like it was this movie was so close it had yeah. me for the for an hour of, an hour like 40 15 minutes it had me for an hour 40 and being like this is my top five of the year this is one of the best films i've seen all year to middle of the pack <laughs> this movie wound me up man this movie yeah, really honestly, wound me like, up and i'm so devastated and I'm so I devastated. You've, like, you've hit the nail on the head comparing it to Doctor Sleep because it's like it's such a perfect sequel to such an impossible movie to do a sequel to. Yeah. For the for almost the entire movie up until the bit where it's just all callback. Yeah. Because like the the thing that Doctor Sleep did the worst was going back to the Overlook Hotel. Like, granted, they can't. 
they did do the nice thing of like giving it the book's ending. Yeah. Of like having it freeze over instead of burn down. I mean, having it burn down instead of freeze over. Sorry, yeah. completely yeah. fucked that up. But like having it burn down finally and doing that—that's that's a really cool thing. And having him have a, have a conversation with Jack was awesome. But the rest of that entire sequence was fucking useless and honestly just annoyed me more than anything else. Like, yeah. seeing the hedge maze annoyed me. Seeing, like, the entire Overlook Hotel in general. Seeing, seeing all the, the ghosts. The, the sisters, all the ghosts. Yeah, the elevator, it's... The carpet. Like, it just annoyed me more than anything else. And Yeah. It's, it's sad that they have to do that, but obviously you have to do that if you're going to please the original fans. So I can I can understand why they did it, but I wish they didn't. And I hope that there's like there's the Jason Reitman cook cook cook. No, like no, this will have been the vision the whole time. Yeah, this will have been I the plan the whole time. I feel like if there's a fan that wants to do a edit of it at some point, then the only thing they need to cut out is that bit. And. Like, granted, the, the only way that I can imagine them doing that is instead of having all of them show up, just have Dan Aykroyd show up, at least. So that it's only one of the original Ghostbusters, because you don't need Bill Murray or anything like that. You just, you, you can have the you can have Dan Aykroyd show up because he's the only one that's been in the movie previously up until this point. Yeah. I think that would have been a cool, like, a cool little throwback to the original because then they've got at least an original Ghostbuster back, but they're still sticking with the new ones. Yeah, there's... Yeah. I like a perfect movie hidden in this behind the final 15 minutes. There is. Um, Paul Rudd's good, and like I said, he's Rick Moranis in this. He is. like yeah. he's... He plays the exact same role as Rick Moranis, and I kind of love that because... He is kind of like the modern day Rick, Rick Moranis, anyway. <laughs> um, and the demon dogs look great. They looked oh, absolutely phenomenal. It's a, I really wanted to talk about this. It's the practical a, effects when it first shows up is so fucking good. Yeah, because I saw it and I was like, "That's not CG. That's that looks too. Re- that ain't CG." And then when it does become CG, like in the original, it the CG is so dated, and it looks awful truly truly awful when it's running at uh, rick moranis but like you know it's the 80s it was the 70s buckaroo um so like it was just different but now we've got like they've got the money obviously and the the technology to do it and it yeah, just and it, it looks just great. Lo- it looks great really really great but when they, they still put the effort in to do it as practical effects like they didn't have to they clearly had the money to be able to do it as cg the whole time and honestly it probably would have cost less to do it as practical effects and to just do it in cg yeah because like they they already had the render there they just had to have somebody in a fucking suit for an extra two minutes that's it and the fact that they didn't do that is honestly astounding to me i'm so proud of them for not doing cg in that moment and having a practical effects shot of the dog it's Oh, it, it it really warmed my heart and made me think that Hollywood isn't always this CGI fucking obsessed industry and sometimes they do want to add a bit of realism into this and add a bit more fun into the whole filmmaking process. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, for for some reason, I I've just been looking on um. The fucking um, so on Google, it says that um, on the cast list on for go this movie, it says that Olivia Wilde was Goza, and I don't believe that for a second. Um, Why are you saying this? Like I, I went on. It also says Josh Gad was the muncher, and I believe that for a second because he kind of looks like it. Wow. Um, I think he did the voice. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I saw him in the credits, like in the movie. But then I've got an IMDb, and it says it's uh, it was someone called. Well, where is it? Where is it? Um, Shora Agadashlu. Um, Maybe she was just thought like she was originally yeah. planned to be Goza, and then it didn't turn Maybe. out. Or something. Apologies for butchering your name, um, Shora. If I have, if you're listening, probably not. That's fine. Probably not. Um. But yeah, um, yeah, that, I don't really know what else I can say about this movie. I've said a lot. Um, can we just say Daniel Kennedy as Roller Granny, best character? Roller Granny? There was a Roller Granny. Of course there was. Um, there's someone called Thickneck. <laughs> is it like first name Thick, last name Neck? Yeah. Oh my God, it is. Um, person, I love your name. You are the greatest actor, acting person of all time. Um, right. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else I can say about this movie, honestly. It's great, but it could have been a little bit better if they just didn't do those focus things too much on nostalgia. If they just didn't ruin it. If they just weren't fucking dickheads, then it'd be fine. God, honestly. And also, critics, just you know, come on, just go like, easy go on it. Like it's not it. the, the, this this movie has a long time to be really good before it becomes shit. So I don't see like the nostalgia throughout. Like you know, you, you see like the things they put on in the background and stuff like that. It's like that star stuff. It's kind of cute, but like. It's just like the ending just got too much. Yeah. Um. Right. Okay. Should we call that? Well, I mean, I have a good amount of stuff to recommend. Oh God, fine. Uh, I guess we'll do. Hey, David, have you? Uh, do you want to fucking sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book? If you're a nerd. Can't tell if you cut off or stopped early. I did. Uh, well, I carried on going, but it did cut off. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I'm gonna. Se- I'm gonna sell you. Um. Technically free, but four TV shows. Then these. This had better be a lightning round. Um. Oh, it, it will be, but one of them probably not. Actually, maybe no. Two of them probably you, not. Two of them I, definitely. I, I I take. I'll I'll take what. I'll take three lightning rounds and one normal, please. No, I'm gonna give you two normal because you are gonna want to watch both of the normal ones. The other ones are just more for, because I've enjoyed watching them. So <laughs> okay. the, but these two are kind of like one show anyway. So um, about about ten years ago, I'd say um, there was a show called Dexter. 
Uh, there oh, was. Actually, it, was like, it was it was 15 years ago it aired. 15 years ago the TV show Dexter uh, aired on my TV. And um it ended in 2013 in an abysmal fucking season. Um season 8 was atrocious. Yeah. And I was so pissed off because I love the original series. I've been rewatching it recently and it's so fucking good. Like the especially the first few seasons, they're so amazing. It just encapsulates the character so well and learning about how the psychopath mind works is really interesting. But then also, you know, watching all of this stuff is, it's perfect. And I can't get enough of it. But then the final, like, last two seasons were pretty shit and the final season was fucking horrendous. Um, And every single person who watched it agreed, including a lot of the people that made the show. Um, the guy who directed the original four seasons even hated it. Um, so much so that eight years after the final season finished, we have finally got Dexter New Blood, a TV miniseries that is going to only be one season, and it's just a way to finish the show properly. And I couldn't be happier so far. Two episodes have aired, and it's been fucking great. And I honestly, oh, it's it's doing so well. It's doing everything right, and I can't wait to like see what else happens in this show. Like I've been waiting on it week after week so far, and I'm just on the edge of my seat each time. Um, yeah, it, it's doing a fantastic job of reviving this series, and I'm so happy. So yeah, watch uh, Dexter and Dexter New Blood currently airing on TV, and Dexter you can find in the UK on Sky. Cool. Um, the next one, this is going to be a proper recommendation. Um, it's a new animated series on Netflix, and you hear that and you immediately think, oh god, it's going to be another fucking shit one. Right, it's hang on. Not. Is this the uh, conspiracy theory one? Yes. I, I keep seeing it, and I'm like, I should probably watch that. And I just it's haven't. so good. Yeah. I, I watched it all in one day, which I of don't course. do often now, but this started it. Um, and Jesus Christ is so fucking good. It's from the, um, it's co-created by um, Alex Hirsch, who created Gravity Falls, which is one of my favorite TV shows ever. I absolutely love Gravity Falls to bits. And this has the humor of Gravity Falls in a much more adult way. Cool. Um, and it's all about like the deep state and like running um, the shadow government, and it does the kind of Rick and Morty thing where you've got storylines that kind of go season long, but it's also self-contained episodes. Um, and it does a very like Gravity Falls thing for the last two episodes, where it's one big episode kind of thing. It's so good. Um, part one is released on. Um, Netflix currently. Part 2 is currently planned to release in 2022 as far as I'm aware. It's already been renewed. Like, it was greenlit for 20 episodes, released the first 10 episodes earlier, like late last month, and I loved every second of it. Uh, the 80s episode especially was hilarious because it attacks what we've just complained about in um, fucking Ghostbusters where it's all very like nostalgia bait it, it fully attacks that because it's literally just like a town is stuck in nostalgia for 80s stuff um they yeah. are literally stuck in the 80s 
and then the characters all go through all this stuff and there's so many references easter eggs but it's also just showing how shit the like the decade was and the fact that everybody's always hoping for a better time that didn't really exist because it also highlights how shit the 80s were um especially with the asian character and the asian character he um every time he talks for some reason a gong rings and they actually call attention to that and it's so fucking funny because he's constantly telling him, like i fucking hate this racist sound every time i talk a fucking gong rings and then a gong rings again and he's just going insane through it it's it's brilliant i'm loving it so far and i cannot wait for season two i've already rewatched it once wow it, it's um, it's so addictive yeah, I, I, it, it does keep popping up, so I, I am going to check that out. Hundred percent. This is right up your alley, man. Seriously, yeah, this is 100% it sounds up it. Your it sounds alley. it. Go. Um, on. You do your lightning rounds. Uh, no, this is the last one. That my lightning round was Dexter and Dexter and New Blood. All oh, right, okay, that's fine. Go on then. Um, the last one I'm going to recommend is once again something that I feel like you will probably be very interested in at least, Sander. Um, it's directed by. I, I, I'm probably going to fucking butcher his name. I'm very, very sorry. Um, Yon Sang-ho, uh, the director of Train to Busan, is a new Netflix series called Hellbound. I've I, I've seen Hideo, Hideo Kojima tweet about this. Yeah, it's... I've, I've nearly finished it. Um, started watching it today. I've got an episode and a half left. What's it about? So, essentially, um, within, like, all around Asia... Um, these weird events have been happening where, like, nemesis-looking things, like, covered in black paint, are coming out, out of nowhere and pummeling people into the ground. Um, and it turns out that all these people are seeing a prediction of them dying, essentially. So an angel comes to them and says, in three days, as, as an example, uh, 3 p.m., you will die and you are bound for hell and Whoa. it's supposedly a real it's it's like a demonstration from god of what they people will experience in hell the torture that they will endure because he's so fucking sick to death of people sinning over and over and over again and not taking the hint that he has given us over thousands of years that sinners will be punished and so finally he's giving us the most literal way of us knowing this stuff and it follows characters just it follows police investigating um this entire scenario essentially for a bit and oh my god it is brutal it is heartbreaking it is everything that trains busan is in a longer form and i'm loving it it's He's done it again. <laughs> He's done it. He's done it. He, genuinely though, he has he has really done it again. It's it's a very binge worthy show. And if you don't like, if you like um, Netflix is more foreign stuff because uh, Squid Game. Excuse me. Squid Game <laughs> <recently>. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving that in. If you like uh, Netflix is more like. Um, foreign stuff because of Squid Game recently. Hundred percent watch Hellbound. I think this is this is going to be a, a show that goes under the radar because of wherever the fuck comes out. I think Red Notice is the current thing that people are going mental about. It is. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Bog standard action movie you could ever make ever with all the cliches possible, including the Rock. Um, 
including The Rock and Ryan <laughs> Reynolds being in there. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds being the, the comic relief character. Yeah. Um, who everybody just wants to punch. Yeah. But, yeah, like, this is really going to go under the radar and f- genuinely jump on this the second you can because fucking hell, it's been... Oof. Like, it, it's got such really cool ideas and it's got some really heartbreaking storylines so far. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll hop on that. Check out Hellbound. It's only six episodes, so you can watch it in a night. Cool. Nice one. Yeah. Um, I am going to recommend you... I'm, I'm going to sell you a movie for Go a on. change. Um, I finally got around to watching The Green Knight with a big sexy Dev Patel. And I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed. It's. I expected that. It's absolutely stunning. It's a beautiful movie. Like genuinely. There are so many moments that I'd be like, I want that on my wall. I want that on my wall. I want that on my wall. And it's directed really well. The performances are fantastic. Um, And the ending's great. The ending's really great. But there's, it's not exactly what I hoped it would be. But at the same time, I should have seen that coming. I was hoping, I wanted... I mean, that's kind of what you have to expect from A24 movies. Listen, I just wanted to see Dev Patel fight a big, like, woodman. And he doesn't fight him <laughs> at any point. The woodman literally bends over and is like, you're gonna fuck me up, Daddy. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure about this. It, It's good. It's a good movie. It is so very, very weird. Um, There's there's many weird points that I'm like, is, did that happen in this movie? And I'm like, yeah, it did. I was like, right, okay. Uh, so it's it's weird, but it's, it's not what I hoped it was and would be. And so I'm kind of giving it like, it's lower down than I thought it would be, but it's still worth. I I think it's still worth a watch if you're into like a twenty four stuff. Then definitely check it out. It's on Amazon Prime now. I think you've just um, only in the UK it's on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. Um, I think you've just explained my feelings towards um, both Hereditary and Midsummer, where it's absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like, it is mesmerizingly beautiful yeah. and incredibly well-directed, but I it just isn't what I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Like, story-wise, and there's a lot... I imagine, like, there's a lot of hidden meaning behind it, as Samuel. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to watch. And I... A24 movies, just not for me, I don't think. Like, they are beautiful. They are... Honestly, all the words that you can describe something to be good-looking... They are handsome movies. Um, like, genuinely, like, some of the most... Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Astonishingly looking movies that you could ever see in your life, but I really, really do not think that, like, they are good when it comes to story. Yeah. Well, it's... I think they really oversell themselves in the trailers. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. And that, um, that's that's what that's the main thing that turns me off from watching any A twenty four movie now. Like, The Green Knight looks insane. I watched the trailer in the cinema; it looks absolutely fantastic. 
but I just don't want to watch it because I know I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. I think we should call it there. <laughs> you think? Yeah, please. <laughs> Did you just send saying that you want to go to bed? I really want to go to bed. It's been a long day. Um, thank you so much for everyone for listening. David, you're a wonderful human being. <laughs> And you talk a lot of sense, but not at 11.34 yeah. at night. Um, <laughs> so I talk the most sense. <laughs> um, yeah, we love you, dude. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Um, yeah. And next week, we've got... Oh, we've got a special guest. And it should be a really fun one. Um, I'll yeah. re- I'll rent the movie this week. I'll, I'll send you a text. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, it will be a really fun one. We've got a fun special guest coming on um, who's a big fan. So it, sh- it should be a, re- a real... A real fun treat for you guys um and yeah if you want to hear more from us heading over to facebook and instagram you can see our weekly clips uh, with posters made by our wonderful joe cook um and yeah that'll do it thank you so much for listening guys we'll see you next week uh, goodbye bye bit delayed but i got there in the end i'm sorry you just kept going i was like i was really trying to wrap it up quickly i did my review really quickly and then was like Right, okay, and then you were like, listen, here's my thing. I'm like, oh, David, please. I beg, I beg. And you did... Yeah, I've, I've got a lot to say. And you did four recommendations. Like, oh, David, please. <laughs> please. I was going to do two of them last week. Please. You didn't let me, so... Please, please. I beg. I beg. I beg. Not only recommendations last week for me doing four. I beg. Because I watched two shows this week, man. I've been on, I've been on a roll. <laughs>